All right. Good morning again. As we set up here, you got to sit closer to me, Sean. <laughs> we got to be friends because we're talking about friendship. All right. Come on. All right. So uh, very thankful to be here with you all today. Uh, really thankful for last week and just talking about John 15, uh, just the idea of Jesus being our friend, right? We talked about how all throughout John, there's seven times where Jesus says, I am something, right? And even in this John 15 verses we talked about, he says, I am the true vine. And then kind of having all that in mind, he, he wants us to know those things about him. But very, very importantly, he also wants to be known as our friend. And so we talked about friendship with Jesus, what it means to see our friendships in relationship to how Jesus wants to be seen as our friend. So thankfully, Sean Pacari is here with us this morning. Uh, kind of, we're going to book in with Pacaris here. Katie started us out. Sean's going to close us out with yeah. these uh, testimonials. So, uh, Sean is a deacon here. He's going to get into that here in a second. But uh, we got our notes here. But just our first question that we want to get into is just tell us about your faith history. You know where it came from, where it started, how how everything kind of came together to where you are today. Well, uh, are you on? Am I on? Hello. Yes. Okay. Here's the next one. I'm on now. All right. So I grew up Catholic. Is this good? Okay. And, you know, I went through all eight years through Sunday school. And I also, uh, once I got to eighth grade, did confirmation because that was. We'll just pause for a second. Why don't we do that? Technology doesn't want to work for us, so we're going to swap here. You and me? Swap. Yeah, just turn that one off. Just things don't work sometimes. <laughs> Thanks. All right, we're good. Hello? Is it working now? Okay. All right, so we have you going to confirmation. That's yeah. where I think where we left off. That's where we left off. All right, off. we're good. So that was around the year 2000. And then um, I uh, ended up going, well, transitioning to uh, the uh, Christian religion, uh, Christianity. And uh, with my parents, we, they wanted to uh, go to a Christian church. So we ended up going to Calvary Chapel. And I, I would go on and off. You know, at this time, I'm like, a uh, teenager, and I, I was doing the youth group, uh, so I was getting involved like here and there, but not not as much as I should have. And then you know, at one point, like there was these times like I there were long periods where I wouldn't go to church. Um, I still have my beliefs and faith in Jesus, like you know that was always a part of me throughout my life. Um, but it was never like really at the forefront. It was just like in the background, you know, internal, you know, pretty much like, you, you know, your typical believer. Um, so I wasn't much of a follower. Uh, and um, I also eventually uh, met Katie, uh, my wife, uh, and she, uh, 
uh, we, uh, we were work well, I was working at Blockbuster first, and then she came along, and uh, we uh, got, uh, you know, we dated, and then, um, and then we started, uh, you know, we didn't go to church for that much, uh, but then we started to go in 2011 here, uh, because she asked me, like, you want to come to this church that I used to go to? And I'm like, yeah, let's, let's try it out. And uh, so now this is like 2011. And um, then like over the next couple years, <clears throat> I would get encouragement from Katie and others like Mike Lovelace uh, and also like just reading the word and just learning more about Jesus um, to get baptized. You know, I, I was baptized, you know, when I was... Um, you know, part of the Catholic religion, like when I was a baby, um, you know, and that's what I always like knew. That's what I, you know, I'm like, you know, I was kind of stubborn. I was like, you know, I was already baptized, you know, when I was a baby, you know, so it, it took me a while. And then eventually, you know, I felt, you know, I learned that, you know, it's more of a commitment, you know, it's more of a willing commitment. And, um, at, you know, I, you know, when I was a baby, you know, I, I didn't know any better. So it was like, almost like involuntary, you know? So, so then I'm like, okay, let me get, let me get baptized. You know, I mean, I, I willingly want to commit, you know, and, you know, become a follower. So, so I did that and Steve Puckett, he, uh, actually baptized me on July 13th, 2014. And, that was before our kids were born. That was actually one of the reasons why, uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to get baptized, um, you know, before our kids were born, so we would have a good foundation, and we would be a good example to our kids, um, to teach them about Jesus and baptism and all that. Um, and then uh, I think, let me see, what else do I have here? Um, so my faith, uh, continues to grow. Um, it's not always perfect. Uh, I have some bumps in the road and all that, but, um, over, over the past, like about nine years now, um, I've gotten stronger in my faith, became a better person than I was before, like an upgraded version of me pretty much. Um, uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, I, I just, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I go by like one of the, it's like a business term um, uh, that, you know, if you had a business class, you would have probably learned it, Kaizen. Um, it's like continuous improvement. And like, that, that's one of the mottos I go by and like never giving up because, you know, even as a Christian, you know, even after being baptized, like it can still be hard. And, you know, there's always room for improvement and, um it's always important never to give up. So, um, yeah. That's yeah, it's interesting because I've gotten to know you over the past three years, and that's just kind of a constant, you know, we have these conversations where it's just like your faith is super important to you and, like, just devoting that time that you need to say, like, I need to improve in this area. And I think that's kind of like when adults kind of come to know Jesus, it's like, you know, it's a little bit different than the people who are maybe brought up in the church. Not saying that one's better than the other, but as an adult, there's this kind of pursuit to saying like, oh, I've, I've missed so much. I need to like kind of get, and there's maybe like a, more of a fire underneath you. 
that maybe someone who, but not saying one's better than the other, but, but, but from your experience as an adult, it seems that you found this faith and you're like, wow, I really need to radically change my life. And this fire kind of just caught and from there you've just kind of been growing and developing, maturing into who you are today. And obviously Katie is a big kind of catalyst to that, having that person in your life to say, hey, I expect more of you, right? My wife did yeah. the same thing for me. And so it's that fire, not only from within, but from a spouse or a loved one that says, hey, I care for you, but you need to know Jesus, right? Mm -hmm. And that's a really, really excellent uh, just kind of testimony to share. So kind of getting back to this John 15, 13 through 17, this kind of section we're talking about friendship. Uh, we talked a lot about friendship in Jesus. So who are some of your most influential friends that you've had in your life and what made them significant to you? Well, um, my first person I used uh, was my brother uh, because I felt like, you know, usually, usually your sibling is like your first best friend, you know, and that was kind of like how my brother was. Um, he was my first, you know, best friend. And when we were younger, uh, we spent a lot of time with each other, did a lot of things. He's, he's five years older than me. So, so there's a little bit of an age gap, but we, uh, we still got along very well and would do a lot of things. Um, he's a drummer too, just like me. And, and I would look up to him, you know, uh, in, you know, in that area, as far as music goes. Um, and then we, uh, uh, like some of the fondest memories I have of spending time with my brother uh, were when we were teenagers. Uh, we would watch wrestling together, uh, do uh, uh, like movies, um, shows together, watch that. Uh, and like uh, one of the things about when we were watching wrestling, I, I just would always remember because it was like a three hour ordeal on Monday nights. Um, and we would just snack on like fruit snacks and like all this junk food, you know. And uh, so that that's what I uh, that's one of my fondest memories. And we would watch um, you know video uh, like live concert concert footage of all these bands. And uh, so we we did that 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 would be my best memories of hanging out with him. And then when we like got older, you know we. Uh, out of the house and we had our own families and you know that kind of you know kind of grow apart um sometimes with that uh but i mean we still like try to keep in touch as much as we could probably not as much as we should have and um and i felt that you know we you know still you know still we're closest brothers um over over recent recent like years um it has gotten better like the past few years uh, we've been trying to connect more. Um, you know, he moved off somewhere else, and then he came back um, just recently um, with his family to to Florida. So, um, so yeah. are you guys still practicing wrestling moves on each other? Is that what I'm hearing? Like we we used to. Okay. Uh, <laughs> You're not gonna do anything I, this morning. Huh? Like, uh, hit hit me over the side of the head with this like like uh, song I can, thing. I can show you the DDT. Okay. But. <laughs> No, no. Maybe later. Uh, we'll do some wrestling moves later. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were, yeah, we were big on that. Um, yeah. uh, so your well, brother and, and you kind of mentioned I got, another. I got, yeah, yeah, I got another person in our example. Um, so he's a bandmate that I had uh, 
back in 2014, um, I had this idea of creating a band, um, like a country and rock band, and because in this area there was, you know, a market for it, and and then I had a friend. Um, well, no, he wasn't a friend yet, but he like responded to my, um, you know, post for like looking for musicians, and um, he he was older than me. He was in his 50s, uh, and he, he was very interested in doing it uh, with me and I mean he pretty much created the band along with me and uh, we got it all together and he uh, uh, um, he he actually when he was a teenager he became legally blind and I didn't notice at first and he never told me Um, I, I mean that's how crazy it was like he could do most things you know even though he could only see like shapes and, um, but his ear for music was like the best. And he was multi-talented. He could play bass, he could play lead guitar, he could sing, he could play piano. Uh, so yeah, he was, he's great. And then, um, uh, then he eventually told me a little bit after, and I'm like, for real? I did not notice, you know? And, and, and then it's great because he would shock me even more by just, he would keep our Facebook up uh, when, when the band had, a, had our Facebook. He would keep that up. He would, he would edit pictures. He would like uh, create montages, like video clips of us playing live. Uh, he would do all this stuff and he would use this like special magnifying system or something. Uh, uh, I was like shocked. I'm like, oh, wow, cool. And he would do a great job with it. Um, so he helped me with the business side of the band. Um, and so we became like really, like we became best friends um, because we would talk all the time, hang out all the time, um, always shoot ideas across um, each other um, for the band. And, and then um, unfortunately, like three years later in 2017, he passed. Uh, he had like a pulmonary aneurysm in his sleep. Um, and yeah, yeah, after that, the band, uh, we disbanded, but, um, but I mean, I'll always remember him. Uh, he was, uh, he, he actually had, you know, his beliefs too in Jesus and God. Um, he, uh, he, he was seeking I felt because he would ask me about church and because he like, he wanted to go to a church and find a church because he had some bad experiences at some churches and, you know, lost touch with the church thing. And uh, then he would ask me, um, Hey, how is your church? At first, you know, this was like early on, you know, I just became baptized and all that, you know, and I was still like getting used to the discipleship, you know, uh, you know, idea. And at first I didn't really help him out too much. I was like, yeah, you know, we go to this church and you know, all that. Um, but I didn't really like intentionally invite him. Like I, I don't know, you know, because it it just was a little, I guess, you know, uncomfortable, I guess. Um, and I, I was kind of surprised that he would ask me about it. Um, but then like about a year later, uh, he asked me, he asked me again, he's like, Hey, how is your church? Like, we are looking for a church. And I'm like, and the second time around, I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I invited him and I'm like, he should come. 
and you know, you know, if you want to, and like, you know, it's a great church, and, um, and that was actually like a little bit before he passed. So, so I was thankful to like have that conversation with him before he passed because I felt like you know, you know, he was seeking, you know, he had his spiritual beliefs and all, and I, 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 I would hope he's in heaven, but you know, God only knows that. So. Um, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you have two very different, and we talked about a few different relationships as well, kind of highlighting these two as kind of like the ones kind of for our discussion today. But these relationships are very different, but how did they help you to see Jesus as a friend? Kind of like, kind of how we talked last week when I was talking about how seeing my different friendships between my wife, my best friend, and my sister, talking about how those relationships are very different, but in different lights kind of illuminated different parts of this friendship with Jesus. How did those types of friendships help you see that for yourself? Well, um, I would say communication probably was the big difference. Like, communication with my brother, it would, it would be lacking at times. Um, and that would frustrate me, um, you know, make me a little angry and all that, you know. But eventually, I, you know, I, I mean, I'd be stubborn myself with him as well, so... But eventually I would, you know, I, I learned to, like, just find a balance, like, you know, and forgive him more and just, uh, you know, be a little more understanding, patient. Uh, and then, you know, I, I felt like once, once I did that, you know, I didn't let it bother me as much. I think he improved in some areas, too. Um, and that's why recently I... You know, we, we still have that, you know, whole like, you know, last minute communication type deal or whatever. But, you know, it's not as bad. Um, and I, I mean, I just recently saw him like yesterday, which is pretty crazy uh, to think about uh, because, I mean, he just moved back like a month ago um, to Florida. So uh, and then with my bandmate, like the communication was there, uh, like at, at that point in time when my bandmate was alive, like, we, uh, I mean, I would talk to him and hang out with him more than I did my brother, because, and my brother at that time was actually here in Melbourne, um, before he moved to North Carolina for a little bit, um, and, yeah, it's just crazy how, like, the, just the communication difference, but, um, but overall, like, I know my brother would, like, do anything for me, and, you know, I would help him. Uh, same with the bandmate that I had. And, you know, uh, yeah, that's, that's all I got on that one. Yeah. And it's something that we, we kind of talked about here when we have in our notes as well, but this idea of friendship being kind of a two-way street, right? And you're wrestling with this kind of your, this brother relationship where it's like, man, I wish you were like this. And maybe he's thinking, man, I wish you were like this. And over time, that communication is, like, very specific to that. And then you talked about this other bandmate where your all's communication was very specific to that. And communication and that back and forth, that give and take is super important. Mm -hmm. And kind of illuminating how with Jesus, it's the exact same way, right? We can't expect to come here on Sunday mornings, get our flash drive of, of spirituality, put it in the back of our heads, upload it, and we're good, Right? It's this constant communication, this two-way street, this friendship with Jesus is super significant. Um, you mentioned here in, in, in this idea of balance. How has balance kind of 
been a big part of your life? So, it's kind of funny. Um, so, I got balance from, like, Mr. Miyagi, because he would tell Danielson. Original Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, the original Mr. Miyagi. He would tell Danielson, you got to find balance, you know? And I, I always thought, like, oh, that's kind of cool, like, you know, Miyagiism, I guess you would call it. Um, and I, I would take that, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I do have to find balance in some areas. Um, and, like, you know, that whole idea of two-way street, you know, friendship, which that's usually what we have. Um, that's what we usually think of, you know. Um, it's a two-way street. But um, sometimes you have to find the balance of, like, you know, okay, you know, I may be putting more effort into this than my friend, but but sometimes that can be rewarding. Um, so, so it, you know, it's not always a two-way street. You, you gotta like, you know, work at your relationships with your friends, um, you know, because really like, if you compare it to Jesus, like Jesus did way more for us than, you know, we could do for him. I mean, it's so, you know, we can only do a portion of what he has done for us. And um, that's like going above and beyond um, as a friend and you know so it's not like always a two-way street you know and um, um, it you know it is rewarding how much you know Jesus has done for us and um, so yeah yeah I think that really kind of hits that really perfectly this idea of balance in this section that we're actually looking at today this idea where Jesus says I no longer call you servants mm -hmm. but I call you friends yeah. Where what you're saying is, yeah, Jesus has the ability to stand up high on the mountain, point down at us with a, with a finger and say, you ought to be like me, climb this mountain. But he makes the balance. He's the one who sets the tone and says, no, I'm going to make it so that we are friends, right? John 13, he's taking off his outer robe and washing his feet, making himself, you know, subservient in a way. And he yeah. says, do likewise, right? So it's Jesus taking that first step to say, I'm the one making this balance happen, mm -hmm. And kind of what I hear from you, it's like this beautiful kind of chemistry between your brother where it's like, yeah, it's not super balanced, but I'm making this effort to meet him where he's at. And with your bandmate, it's the same thing. I'm, I'm making an effort to make this balance happen. And you're just really emulating the actions of Jesus, right? Where it's like, I'm going to make this relationship possible. And then from there, it's going to, it's going to be fruitful and it's going to have, have plenty of things that, that Jesus allows to be fruitful, right? Yeah. So I, I appreciate that. I appreciate you sharing th these, these friendships. And I hope for you all that you've been able to see how different friendships in your life have kind of been able to illuminate how Jesus is a friend to you. And I really want to stress that. I really want to stress and bring home the point that Jesus wants to be known as your friend. The question is, will you allow yourself to inhabit that space? Will you allow yourself to see Jesus as the friend that he's desperately trying to get you to see him as? Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you for this time, and I thank you for Sean's story. I thank you for his life and just the road that took him here. I'm thankful for his family, and I know that Sean looks at his family, and he's so proud, and he's just constantly seeing how he can improve himself, uh, not just for the sake of improving himself to be just better for the sake of being better, but truly just capturing the image of Jesus in his life. God, help him as he pursues that. Help him as he's a father and a husband and a friend to many people. Uh, God, I'm so thankful for his life. I'm thankful for his friendship in my life. And I just pray that we're able to take this and just see how we can be a better friend to Jesus as well. So just let me pray. Amen.
And we do want to offer an invitation this morning. If you're, if you're reading these verses and you're saying, you know what, I get it mentally, but I can't get it here. I can't get it in my heart. I don't know if Jesus could be my friend. I know I have not been a friend to Jesus. I want to invite you this morning to say, stop thinking that way. That is a lie straight from Satan himself that says that you cannot be a friend of Jesus because Jesus himself wants to be known as your friend. If you're wrestling with that, if you've triumphed over that, if you have anything at all, we want to invite you to come forward and talk to somebody today as we stand and sing.